Hey, mamas! Welcome to Motherhood at Your Best with your host Barry Gebra Hewitt. This podcast is all about a community of moms who are on a journey of self-discovery, self-love, personal development, and growth in motherhood, marriage, and business. They say pressure makes diamonds, so I like to think that with the pressures that come with motherhood and doing the work of self-discovery, the outcome on the other end of that pressure is a beautiful diamond that shines bright. Join us every other week to hear from real women in our community and their stories of perseverance and becoming diamonds in the process of it all. And now on to the show. So do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do with your platform? Sure. Well, first, thank you so much for inviting me um, and, you know, taking the time to talk to me. I really appreciate it. Um, so I'm glad to be here. So, um, yeah, about me, um, I was born in Addis in Ethiopia and I, I grew up there. I had um, three siblings, um, a middle child. So that was fun. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, I was just, you know, uh, a fun kid, I'd say. I loved being creative. I remember, you know, in, uh, I think I was, like, six, seven, I just, I would uh, paint and do some crafts, and I'd have my own um, kind of show at home just for my mm-hmm. family. And, oh, you know, cool. I just loved, uh, yeah, I just loved creating and um, all that and just loved to entertain um, so that was kind of what my early childhood was like. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, I grew up, um, my, I actually, my mom passed when I was like little. Uh, so, mm-hmm. um, you know, when I was 12 and stuff, it was, it was harder for me, um, that age. And when I was like in fourth grade, I think, no, I think I would say fifth grade or so it was, um, it was challenging for me because I had to kind of maneuver about life. And um, that's about the time where I lost my mom also. And there was, you know, mm. a lot of uh, bullying with girls. And it was just not, you know, I didn't have a very, what you'd say, a fun experience at school. Mm. Um that kind of went through middle school. But um, I think when I got into high school was when I started started to develop kind of who I am and um that was that was better I would say um then I moved um yeah so then I moved here to the U.S. to for college and um did you know did the college graduated got a job got married um you know and then I had uh two kids two Mm. amazing uh little kids uh, my daughter is now seven, and my son, he's uh, three. Actually, no, he just turned four a month ago. So <laughs> I have two little ones. Yeah, they keep me on my toes. Um, yeah, they're, they're sweet little ones. And um, so basically, um, I went through a divorce while they were both very young, which mm-hmm. kind of was... Uh, you know, a big shift in my life. It was Mm -hmm. a big awakening for me. And um, that's when uh, things really started to change for me and kind of changed my whole background. So I studied finance in school, but I really wanted to get into nutrition. I just didn't listen to myself. So that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. 
But then, um, you know, after my divorce is when I really um, took the time to get to know myself. And um, really, I, there was a lot of areas in my life where I needed to heal. Um, so mm-hmm. I took, uh, you know, different routes um, to to get there, basically. Um, yeah, and yeah. Once, yeah, once I... Um, felt comfortable and I saw how thing you know how different I used to be prior to my divorce and how uh, I've changed you mm-hmm. know, I just um, loved that process so much and I saw mm-hmm. that you know it was almost like an obligation for me to exp- to share my experience mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw that there were a lot of people who needed help um, yeah so I decided to go to um, the Institute for Integrated Nutrition, uh, mm-hmm. where, you know, where I studied health and wellness, uh, you know, what it means, you know, not just food, but what um, all other, you know, how every part of our life is uh, food for us, not just the food mm-hmm. that we eat, but our relationships, our career, our financial health, our, mm-hmm. you know, our just activities and basically every aspect of our daily life is kind of making it who we are. Yeah. Um, but most of us don't realize that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to cut you off, but I was mm-hmm. curious. So for someone who, um, I mean, you mentioned that you um, lost your mom at a very young age. Um, I don't know if you had like other women influencing you at that time of your life or maybe after um, you got married. But for me, I'm thinking, where did she get the courage and strength to um you know, really tap into yourself and go into this mode of growing as a person and really blossoming after your divorce is what it sounds like. Whereas, you know, in our culture, there's so much shame and um, it, it just um, women typically don't take the turn that you did after a divorce, especially um, in our culture. Um so, like, wh- where did you get, I guess, the coaching maybe or the the courage or, you know, what helped you take that, you know, pivotal um, change? Like, what, what, what took place that helped you make that shift to say, I'm going to focus on me and I'm going to grow as a person? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, you know, that's very true because when I lost my mom, I looked for her in so many other ways and I didn't Mm. know that at the time. Um, You know, um, thankfully I had an amazing, I still think I have an amazing father who, you know, um, almost substituted as a mom. He, he did Mm. just an amazing job and uh, he's, I call him my best friend now, you know, Um, but you're right. (laughs) You know, Uh, yeah, he's amazing. Um, But you know, I did, miss that motherly love which you know Mm. which is amazing and I I I envied it when I saw you know a mom and a daughter you know doing mom and daughter things and yeah uh, just what it would be like to grow up with a mom and um, I know that's something that I've missed on and um, I sometimes wondered you know what my life would be like if I had her guidance Uh, maybe Mm. I wouldn't have um, you know 
had such a challenging life, even growing up at school or in high school, um, or, you know, through, you know, boyfriends and all that, um, there were messages from her that I wish I received. Um, but I didn't really know how much um, that has affected me until later on in my life. Um, mm-hmm. So it was um, really my divorce was, like I said earlier, was just a big um, shift in my life where I really had to see who I was. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, um, oh, my goodness, you know, I was really looking for her in other places, like um, mm-hmm. in relationships or, even, yeah. you know, how I was in my marriage and um, how I, you know, looked for things that I missed from her and, you know, in my ex-husband or just that fulfillment and um, Mm -hmm. so after going through the divorce and you know obviously it was devastating but um, that was basically at the lowest point where I said um, you know I have to be there for myself Um, Mm. and that's where it all came um, about daddy I just I just love that because here you are a mom of two young kids and you weren't, um, you know, it's, it's, it would have been really easy to say, you know, like forget yourself and neglect yourself and say, okay, I just have to focus on my kids, which there is nothing wrong with that, but it would have been so easy for you to neglect you, Addie, mm-hmm. and not work on yourself during that time, but you did. Um, right, and which is actually, so like awe- inspiring to me. I'm like, wow, like where does that come from? Well, I did just that, you know. I did um, mm-hmm. prior through to my divorce. That was the person um, who I was. I was mm-hmm. not myself. I completely neglected mm-hmm. myself, um, yeah. especially because I grew up without a mom. I felt that I had to be the perfect mother for my kids. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to give them everything that I thought I missed. So yeah. obviously that wasn't healthy because, you know, they're different human beings. They have, you know, it's a completely different time and it's a different experience with them. But I was kind of uh, projecting my emotions and my, uh, yeah. my own unhealed um, you know, things into them. Um, and mm. that wasn't healthy. That wasn't also healthy for my marriage at the time. Um, yeah. But it was after, um, so basically after I got divorced, I spent so much time uh, working on myself. And that meant, um, you know, really answering difficult questions <laughs> like, you mm-hmm. know, who I am, who, you know, mm-hmm. who am I? Um, what yeah. are my faults? Um, you know, how did I get here? And really um, digging deep and getting into that uncomfortable place, um, yeah. which really re- helped me realize the things that I was doing out of fear instead of out of love. And mm-hmm. um, I saw that, okay, I, you know, my mom had pa- has passed, but, you know, I, I shouldn't kind of carry that with me into mm. this relationship I have with my kids and with myself. And what mm-hmm. would she, um, how would she want to see me now? You know, yeah. that kind yeah. of really changed things. She would, if she was here, 
she would want me to stand up for myself she would want me to live my highest life um mm-hmm. she you know she would want all amazing things for me and she would want me to be the you know the amazing little girl who was creative and loved to entertain and just be herself and that's yeah. the girl she would want me to be so that yeah. kind of motivated me to really mm. change my life and be the person i am for my kids wow I love that. <laughs> so many different layers to that. Um, wow, that was so powerful. I think that's what we should all aspire to to become, right? Is our truest version of ourselves for us and for our families. Because, right. yeah, I mean, yeah. That's definitely yeah, we carry so much, you know, we, we carry do. so much from our past. Yeah. And we kind of bring that into our current life, into our children. And mm-hmm. we really have to think of, well, you know, how does that serve my family right now? How does mm-hmm. that serve my kids? Um, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and we don't know that we're doing it until something dramatic or, or big happens. Like, for example, with your divorce, that that's what really woke you up to. Wait a minute. This is not who I want to be, right? Unfortunately, that's the case. With yeah, people. and it's like when something yeah. like you know, like that happens, but it doesn't have to be. Exactly. You know, that's what I'm yeah. trying to tell people right now. That's my one of my messages is that mm-hmm. don't wait until you know something devastating has to happen. Don't wait until you have to get to your. Um, rock bottom to move up mm-hmm. you don't have mm-hmm. to there are so many red flags that we see around us yeah you know there are so many so things true. that we choose to ignore because we are afraid to address them mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so we don't really have to wait until something like that happens it, that was my case but it doesn't have yeah. to be for a lot of people yeah 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 definitely oh my goodness i love that um that's one of the things that i've um just in myself and my own journey um discovering more about myself in motherhood for me that big thing that happened was becoming a mom (laughs) um and it was that you know that um journey of just you know the first couple of years of just going 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 and then just realizing like I don't even recognize myself like who am I like what what are like what is my purpose like wh- what am I doing every day that is serving me and I don't know it just felt like I was just in this this mode and it was just a repetitive like um mode of like you get up you feed the baby you get you know you barely get dressed you you know and it just so after a while it just became like okay this is not a purposeful meaningful life like not to take away because a lot of times there's that guilt of like oh but i should be happy i have these beautiful healthy babies and what more could i ask for right because You, you you start to feel guilty about wanting more out of your life. And I did that for a little bit. And I was like, you know what? Like, I believe that I am called to have a full life. Um, and I'm also called to be an amazing mother, an amazing wife, and, you know, just everything else that I had. But that doesn't mean that I should be removed from the equation. So I went on that journey of like, 
just discovering who I was all over again. And it looked different from, you know, the work that I've done before, like, um, cause I started that, who am I journey in my twenties. And sometimes we forget like, you know what, I'm evolving. I'm not that same person. I have different things and, or, or needs and different aspirations and it's okay. Like just mm-hmm. kind of like get back into like, okay, who am I? now or in this season it doesn't mean like I don't know who I am I don't know like you know but just being okay with that and just saying okay who is Barry in this season Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and that was very helpful just to kind of like recalibrate myself and just kind of get back into oh okay I'm a mom but I'm also x y and z and I also love x y and z and it just really helped me um just create a framework again and not forget myself and not forget the things that I desire and want to do and go after without feeling guilty about it. Um, And it makes you a better mom, you know, it does. This is what we're times and we really should understand is that you can't Mm -hmm. give what you don't have. So you have to fill yourself up with as much love, with as much Mm -hmm. forgiveness yeah just you know you have to be full and whole so yes. that you can be there for your family and your loved ones yeah um, yeah if you're not there for yourself then literally you're depriving them mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. only it's only that and this is so hard for many moms but it's only the surplus that we can give um yeah you know, we can i know that if i'm not at my highest self every day mm-hmm. if I have not you know meditated or if I've not nourished myself well I can see how I react with my kids like I get become yes easily annoyed or yes I react <laughs> in a totally different way that I would mm-hmm. you know if I had given that extra two three minutes of meditation really yeah or yep. just self-care so mm-hmm. absolutely, you know, and um, we should we should always uh, understand that we do the best that we know at the with what we know at the yeah. moment, yeah. and um, forgive myself ourselves. And mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a it's a journey. Literally. Yeah, it is. It is a journey, mm-hmm. and I think that's the the big key word is it's a journey. It's not like you're gonna wake up the next day like oh I'm this new person or oh I you know. Yeah, I've discovered myself or whatever. It's it's a process and it takes time. And you you know you have to remember to give yourself that grace to say, okay, tomorrow's another day. I'm gonna keep working at this. I'm not perfect. Right. I'm human. I you know yeah. Um, I I have had this conversation of like what is a good mom with a lot of my friends, and a lot of times we have an example of what our moms were. Um, So for me, my, you know, I think it's a very um, generic story of like the immigrant family whose, you know, parents are doing everything they can. And so we have moms who literally um, are like their, like their parenting and their way of being there for us is, I mean, they're giving us their all, right? And mm-hmm. it's um, a lot of times I would compare myself to that kind of like, okay, like my mom had 
like literally there were six kids. She had a full-time job. She did this, she did that. Like, why am I struggling with just one child and this and that? Like, you know, and you start to go into that comparison of like, Mm. oh my goodness, okay. (laughs) Um, So that's something that I've learned is, okay, you were not your mom. Like, you know, I mean, it just, that was just a part of my, you know, journey of just saying, okay, you need to reel it back and look at who you are and what you have, you know, because it's different. It's a a different era. It's a different environment. It's a different everything. And so Mm -hmm. just not having that comparison. And of course, now we have the Instagram to compare to. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) And look at what other moms are doing and how their life quote unquote looks like, you know, and Mm -hmm. you kind of get into that rabbit hole of like, well, what am I doing wrong? Like, why don't I have it all together? Um, so with with that being said, I mean, we are talking about Instagram today or just social media, not necessarily Instagram. And mm-hmm. um, so, Addie, you recently took a social media break. And um, I just want to know, like, what led you to that decision? Like, were there signs or red flags that made you say, you know what, I need to step away. I need a break. Or was it just a part of, um, you know, some sort of cleansing or um, spiritual journey? Like what was what brought on that decision for you? Um, It was a whole different, really, it came from a whole different um, reasons why Mm -hmm. I chose to do it. I, uh, you know, I thought about it before I actually got off for maybe two, three weeks. Um, and you know, I, I don't know how you are with, I, I don't really believe in horoscopes or I, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes they're real, actually, yeah. you know, most of the times <laughs> they make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm, I, they you know, do. I'm a cancer and cancer crab. Me too. I really, really? Oh, yes. Are Yay. you July? <laughs> I am. When is your birthday? Uh, the 8th. Oh, awesome. I'm the 18th. Oh, my gosh. Wow. There you go. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, so, you know, we, we, you know, our sign is the crabs and we kind yes. of, for me, uh, I retract when I need to do uh, a lot of self, self-work and focus on mm-hmm. when there's just so much going on, I kind of get into myself. And basically, that was kind of one of the reasons why is because I wanted to get into myself and um, kind of do the work, you know, same thing, which I did in the past after my divorce. Um, Mm. It's, you know, this is kind of, I'm on that um, kind of rhythm where I'm really kind of looking at what's going on, digesting it, doing a lot of Mm -hmm. um, meditation, journalings, you know, a lot of self work. So I felt like, I needed to do that. Um, yeah. So basically taking taking that one, that's one of the reasons. And then um, it was just kind of a realization of also how much time I was spending on social media. Uh, yeah. You know, given that, uh, you know, um, within especially the last, before, you know, I took the break, um, you know, almost a year or so I became extremely active um, and I loved it especially because you know of my coaching and um, I saw how Mm -hmm. it was affecting a lot of people and that was it is a passion and um, so I was kind of really putting myself out there 
Mm-hmm. So um, I started to see, you know, what's, what's, you know, what am I posting? What's really also like, what's really important? Um, yeah. And, and then also like when I'm reading something uh, or when I've um, just through even meditation or um, when I have some kind of um, an epiphany or an awareness, my brain kind of quickly says, okay, go, this is make, this is going to make a great post and somebody's going to learn something from this. Um, And before (laughs) I even gave myself, you know, time to really digest it and kind of be, you know, into it and spend time, um, I kind of quickly want to go and put it out there, which is great Mm. because it helps other people. But, I don't get as much from it because I'm not yeah. spending time actually living what I've experienced at that moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's, um, that's one of the, the, you know, the other reasons. Um, also, you know, just getting the awareness of how social media is affecting us. Um, you know, yeah. we can't deny now that it's become a huge thing in everybody's life, uh, especially, Mm -hmm. you know, in the Western world, um, it's affecting us in, you know, it's great. I, you know, I have nothing against the social media. I think it's an amazing Mm -hmm. platform um, to connect, uh, to learn. Um, It's, it's amazing. I think we're just so lucky to live in this time now with the amount of information we are getting. It's, it's just yeah. mind-blowing so that's awesome but yeah at the same but, time yes but <laughs> i was waiting for the big but <laughs> yeah it's the time is crazy on mm-hmm. average i've i've learned that people look at social media 50 to 300 times a day just to check it uh, at least yeah. you know 50 to 300 that. times and yeah. if you know if you take that into the bigger picture it's like five to six years of a person's life My which is goodness. ridiculous you know uh-huh. that's, that's uh-huh. just so well, much and and the scary thing about that i mean we know that it's designed to get our attention keep our attention you know so we keep scrolling we keep clicking we keep liking double tapping i mean it's designed to do that i mean they know exactly how our brain works so that platform, yeah. social media, is created to, um, to 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 hook us, right? So, Absolutely. like the scary thing is when I've gone on social media breaks, um, and I go back and forth all the time in different ways. But it's the time, it's the moments when you just reach for your phone and automatically go to like Facebook or Instagram. And you're like, wait, okay, I didn't even know I was doing that. <laughs> It's yes. like an instant, like, re- like when you wake up, maybe you like, we roll over and you just like, oh, okay, how did I get on Facebook? Wait, I-, I didn't even know I was going to do that. So it becomes this like eye opening, like, oh, oh my gosh, this is a habit. And my body and brain like, are like, they're just, it's almost like automated there. You're doing it. And sometimes you don't even realize it's happening. And that's the scary part for me. I'm like, hmm. That's when I well, start to take my is. breaks. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's you're right. Absolutely. It's designed for us to do that because mm-hmm. these, I've, you know, I'd like to research things and I've done a bit of a research before I got off yeah. of like how it was affecting me. And 
um, I saw that these social media companies, they have started hiring or they do hire experts from um, oh, Vegas, yeah. from the casinos yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, behavioral scientists to yeah. uh, make sure that it's, as addictive as gambling or um, just to capture our mind. And they mm-hmm. use, you know, those tactics that they use on slot machines uh, yeah. for, our, yeah. for our phones. So mm-hmm. we are, we're really addicted to them. Um, yeah. They use this, it's a dopamine, you know, dopamine, the, it, it uses dopamine to yeah. kind of release dopamine. How, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, we get some kind of reward every time mm-hmm. we kind of, you know, s- switch on to Instagram and we see uh, somebody has liked our post or somebody mm-hmm. has commented. It's like a rewarding thing, and that's what yeah. dopamine does. So mm-hmm. that's what they use to make sure that we're always in it. So, yeah, every mm-hmm. time we have, a you know, a second of <laughs> idle time, uh, we're reaching to our phone, you, you know, and that I noticed that on myself also. So I'm driving on the traffic light. <laughs> I reach for my phone. Yes. And I just yes. knew that was unhealthy. It's just mm-hmm. unhealthy. And especially not, I mean, I've actually deactivated or taken away notifications completely from my phone like months yeah. ago because yeah. that's even worse. That yeah. really, really is just, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. It's an addiction and it's not healthy. Any kind of addiction is not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You kind of also go through a withdrawal because imagine leaving your phone and going Mm -hmm. out of the house. Mm -hmm. Like I would, you know, I kind of give myself different reasons, but I would not do it. You know, I I just come back and get my phone. Um, Oh yeah. You're not going to miss out. (laughs) (laughs) No way. Yeah. So what was like... yeah. So walk us through like day one. Did you go cold turkey? Like no social media? Did you give yourself limits like 30 minutes a day? Or um, what was your method? Um, I went cold turkey. That's you did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So did you what was day one like? Like, did you reach for your phone throughout the day? Absolutely. Did you? You did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Multiple times. And I'm like, oh, yeah. oh my goodness, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh but you know that kind of stopped literally the next day or so. Yeah. Um, so it was it was not crazy, um, but yeah, I did mm-hmm. reach for my phone multiple times, and then I kind of sensed, yeah. you know, um, some sort of relief. Um, mm-hmm. I felt, uh, you know, free in a way. It's in a weird way. Uh, yeah. I felt like it's very liberating. Uh, it is. I felt, yeah. yeah, that's what I felt. I felt liberated and mm-hmm. um, I started noticing then different things. Um, I, you know, I would just spend time, like, you know, reading or mm-hmm. um, journaling, started doing things that I normally liked, but felt like I didn't have much time off. Yeah. I, like I said earlier, you know, I just started to kind of, be instead of do because mm-hmm. I used to just I love do, do, do. Yes. Yeah. Well, and that's the funny thing too is you say do, but 
it's so funny because, and I struggle with this too, where, you know, we will post something on social media or maybe repost something and we feel like we did something. It's just like, you didn't do anything, right? And so sometimes like your level of productivity is not accurate. Like you feel like you've got, oh, I've got work done today, but you're like, no, posting on social media or updating something on social media is not work. It's not productivity. And, and even for people who have, um, I mean, it could be different for people who have a business online or, um, you know, like for you with your, um, your platform, like that's your way of reaching, you know, your potential clients. Um, and, and so it does become a little tricky in that sense, but right. a, a lot of times it's just this like feeling that we did something because we contributed somehow to social media. Exactly. And it's not well, accurate. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> exactly. If you read, you know, some sort of an article or a post that you feel like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, yeah. it will help you in some way. Great. But yes. You read it, but it. You know, yes. that's just reading is doing that is you're step reading, one. You're watching some, yeah, yeah. You know, you're watching something is okay. You watch something, you did something, but right. being is kind of different. That is ex- living in the experience. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or even like the the amount of self help information that is out there. A lot of times, and I was in this season of my life where I think I probably have listened to every self-help like mm. guru or message out there and it be it, you kind of like get to a point where you feel like oh okay like like you, like you've actually like done any like work where you know when you do like any kind of like self-work or self-development work it's not by listening to something because that's like a high that you get and it only lasts so long and then you you have to listen to another message to feel that way again and you have to listen to another message to you know it just keeps making you feel a certain way but that doesn't mean that anything at the root has really changed or you know shifted Mm -hmm. for you you still have to do the work um and i think yeah and i think that's one thing that can be a little um i don't know a little misleading or not even misleading but i think scary is a better word where people Mm -hmm. think that um or we think like that that's definitely has been me as well where i feel like oh okay i'm doing the work (laughs) i'm working on me by listening to all these messages but it's just like no haven't even scratched the surface (laughs) absolutely yeah i agree i think misleading is the perfect word in my opinion because yeah you it literally gives you the impression of because you know you're better you're doing better Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you've learned so much and you know we all at this point you know i think if if a lot of people are following you know positive influencers and social media you know self if they've read one self-help book or something i think that kind of gives you the idea of what you need to do yeah it's just we know what we need to do but right because we right. feel without even knowing it we're avoiding what we need to do yes. because that's the hardest part is yes. to literally sit with yourself and mm-hmm. get into what hurts what is so uncomfortable 
all yeah. that you know we all have it we all have our mm-hmm. messy just dark places and we need oh, to yeah. get in there um mm-hmm. but these self-help you know posts and as great as they are these motivational posts as you know as good as they are they kind of yeah. fill the bl- the space of avoidance and yeah that you know we need to kind of get away from that and spend some time really figuring out what's going on and getting what's hurting us or what's not mm-hmm. serving us into the surface um, yeah that's yeah. so good so so good um so for you you do have a pl- uh, you have a business like you're a life coach so do you have those fears that you're going to miss out on potential clients or maybe your followers are going to stop following you or like there's always that fear of missing out of like oh my gosh if i'm not on here every day being consistent then i'm going to miss out on x y and z like do you have those those fears or how do you stay connected um, with your followers otherwise? Well, before I kind of decided to get off, that thought came to my mind, you know, what's going to happen to my followers? Do they think I'm abandoning them? Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, I'm, am I, is this going to, how it's going to affect me and my business? Um, but again, <laughs> I um, really wanted to get, into myself this is my time that i'm taking for Mm. me um which kind of brings me back to what i said earlier it's not if i'm not me if i'm not at my highest then i'm not giving my followers my clients my best and that's what's really important to me um you know because i don't do my work for the number of followers i have i don't post just to you know get likes because that's the biggest thing about um yeah social media facebook and instagram Mm it's it's the likes which um you know kind of uh, get into a you know that dopamine reward thing um you know we've created this culture of if i have not you know if we haven't experienced and we haven't captured it and recorded it and posted it yeah it's not and you know validated by other people with Mm -hmm. likes then it's not valuable enough yeah yeah um but this is a very I, i think it's a very wrong culture and it affects people in a very negative way and um so that's i wasn't really worried because um i i knew that the people who kind of valued my posts and who I mm-hmm. am would still be there when I come back to it, when I choose yeah. to um, yeah. get into social media again. So um, really, mm-hmm. I didn't, it didn't really affect me in in any negative way. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so good. I love that. Yeah. yeah, I love that you say the people that know you and are there for you will will understand and you know they're not right, going anywhere right. yeah i love that yeah because my message reached you know certain people and mm-hmm. those people will be there if yeah. they resonate to what i'm saying if my message makes sense to them mm-hmm. um, they're they're going to be there and that's the type of followers i want anyway it's yeah, not, like yeah. Said, it's not the number of followers not the number of likes for me it's 
is what I'm saying resonating? Mm -hmm. Is it making some sort of difference for you? And if it is, yeah, you know, that's, that's all that matters to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Um, So for, for, for those who want to, or are thinking about taking a social media break, um, I mean, first of all, I mean, would you say that there are specific things that maybe you think are obvious signs that we should definitely think about taking a social media break? Like, are there things that you're like, okay, if this is, um, you know, if you have these red flags or um, notice these things, then you should probably really think about taking a social media break. Um, Does anything come to mind? Um. Yeah, a couple. So if you're, you know, um, looking at your phone and seeing how many likes you have, and if that's mm-hmm. creating any kind of emotion, mm-hmm. then that's a red flag. Because instead of living or experiencing your moment, or whatever you've posted there, say it's a picture of you doing mm-hmm. something, if it's a family, or if whatever made sense to you, if it's a quote, and you yeah. posted it, and yeah. you're looking at how many likes or comments you have, then instead of really experiencing it, you're becoming an observer of how that thing mm-hmm. has been validated by other people. Yeah. You know? So, so you're not really living and experiencing mm-hmm. life at that moment. Mm. So, whatever so, that is. so speaking of observer, I have a confession. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so when I went on my on a social media break um, recently, this is my last one. I told myself I would only I've never done it cold turkey where I'm just not on it, but I've set limits on my phone. Um, so there's a ton of apps out, out there that you can use. But for me, I have an iPhone. So on the iPhone in your settings under social media, you could set a limit of how long you spend on social media apps. And so I used, or I set mine for 30 minutes, but I noticed that because it also gives you an option to, you know, you can bypass that and say, remind me in 15 minutes, remind (laughs) me 15 minutes. And I did that a lot, (laughs) but I I became an observer and I thought, okay, well, I'm not going to post anything once I've gone over my 30 minutes. But then I still found myself going back on there and I wasn't posting anything, which in my mind was like, well, I'm not really doing anything, but I would find myself being the observer. I I, I had this fear of missing out on something and I was like just Mm -hmm. on there, but not really contributing to anything or, you know, and it was like, what is the purpose of this berry? Like, I remember catching myself in that and thought, okay, I'm literally just on here not doing anything but being an observer like you said yeah yeah it yeah fear of missing <laughs> out. that's one of the biggest <laughs> so yeah <laughs> one of the yes biggest yes it is the worst right yeah. yes yeah. yes and um, i mean you know uh, yeah i was just gonna say i mean you know the um habisha mom's uh facebook group that i uh manage it's like that has been um, something that I've been giving a lot of thought to in the last couple, maybe about like a couple months. <clears throat> and one thing I noticed on there is, you know, I want to be intentional with the time that I spend on social media. So 
I won't go on there now unless I am going to share something or post something. Um, but the way that our closed Facebook group is, I mean, everything kind of goes through a filter between myself and one other moderator. So um, for me, it's, oh, you know, are there posts pending that are waiting to be approved um, or declined or whatever? Or are there people waiting to be approved to the group? Or, you know, it's always something. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of that way that that group is structured, for me, like I always struggle with I feel like I'm managing this page versus really creating what I want to see on here. Because when I do go on there, I still have my time, my my 30 minute set limit. So like when I'm on there, I'm using that time to manage it, to clean it up, to approve, not approve, accept, not accept, you know, things like that. Or I'll leave comments or whatever. But then it's just like, I'm like, I'm not creating like anything purposeful that I want to create because I'm spending a lot of time managing. So that's just something I'm looking at now and really um, just taking in yeah. about my yeah. social media use and how I, you know, yeah, spend my time on yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's also uh, one, you know, that's the conscious use of social media is like when you're actually yeah. thinking about what, what you're spending your time on and, you know, that's one of the reasons um, we can, or one of the, things that we can use on how to decrease our time and not get too, mm-hmm. you know, too addicted to it. Um, but, yeah. you know, going kind of back to like what signs, I think the major mm-hmm. and the dead, there are some deadly things, signs, um, you know, if we're looking at our phone when we're driving and it's social media that yeah. we're looking at, you know, if yeah. we're like, if mm-hmm. we're that into it, if we feel like we have to comment mm. at that moment, if we have to like something right there, or if we you mm. know, feel like it's a need for us to grab our phone while driving, even if we're, mm. you know, stuck in traffic, that's a sign if we can kind of get away from it for just, just a few seconds or, you know, just a few minutes. Yeah. So that's one sign because um, I have also found out that the use of our phone while driving and the, you know, accidents that are happening and the death rate is increasing even more than alcohol and driving intoxicated, which is very scary. That is very scary, actually. Yeah. 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 We have a law in our state actually called driving while distracted. So we actually, it's illegal to have a phone or any kind of, you know, tablet in your, in your hands while you're driving. Mm -hmm. So everything has to be, yeah, Mm hands-free. It's very scary. Right. Yeah. Those are great signs. And I think I might be on your radar, on that radar, to take a social media break. (laughs) Um, But I mean, I think that also, you know, it's creating boundaries, right? Um, Mm -hmm. We do that with our diet. We do it with, you know, how much time we spend watching our shows or, you know, just any type of boundaries in our lives. But social media, it's like, harder than any diet I've ever done any other (laughs) boundary I've ever created for myself it's like this is a hard one and I think it has a lot to do with you know I like I said I do have a platform on there that I'm passionate about um Mm -hmm. so for me it's really 
creating a system of, you know, how do you keep that platform running the way that it is without me having to be on, you know, on there every day or, you know, throughout the day. So, yeah, definitely something to think about. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, you're right. I I mean, boundaries. Um, We think we have to just, you know, but when we think of boundaries, a lot of people assume it's a boundary with relationships. You know, uh, we have to create boundaries. And yeah, we do in relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that's a good point. Boundaries are in how um, we, our relationship with food, with um, yeah with you know ourselves and most importantly is with ourselves um creating boundaries of you know social media is one of them it's how much time do i allow myself and sticking to that um kind of helps us become more aware of how we are with ourselves how much seriously we're taking ourselves and our time um because the more Mm -hmm. we use boundaries and the you know the more we kind of respect them i that kind of creates mm-hmm. also some more self-confidence um it helps us become you know more reliant on ourselves um, yeah. so absolutely i think uh, boundaries is something that plays a role in social media and we all need to have it yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure um so for so we know the red red flags of what when we should think about taking a social media break um so you think cold turkey is the best way to go it's maybe oh. when you're starting <laughs> yeah, out that, or <laughs> <laughs> that worked for me I, i'm just that kind of person you know yeah if yeah. i uh, believe in something and i feel like it's going to serve me i just go ahead i don't mm. um you know I don't walk around it or so. That's just how I'm built. But, um, yeah. you know, different people have different ways that works for them. So do what mm-hmm. works for you. I think that's what I would yeah. say is uh, I think the app um, yeah. on our phones, um, I know, like I said, iPhone has it. Um, I think also so even Instagram has it. I don't know about Facebook, but even Instagram has it. I don't know if they still have it. But um, you can monitor your time on Instagram, and it tells you if oh, you've I been over. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Good to so know. So that's that's on the settings. You can do that. Um, okay. So I think we all have our different ways, and if also yeah. we're noticing um, we're while we're eating or while we're having conversations with people, and that yeah. notification comes. And it's, you know, distracting us and we feel like we have to open that notification. Yeah. Turn yeah. those notifications off. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, we, you know, you can survive without them. That's mm-hmm. the only, you know, I don't have any notifications on my phone. Um, yeah, me either. I couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's just too much. Um, yeah, it is. So, and go, go. I mean, we we all need to go in our pace. Um, just do what works for you. I mean, try, you know, doing half day without it, and then yeah, see how yeah. it feels. Can you go, you know, a couple of hours, a full day, two days, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. whatever works. But yeah. it's creating that awareness and uh, setting that boundary, and 
yeah, um, being yeah. there for our, for ourselves. That what that's what counts, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that like one of the biggest takeaways I've had on a social media break is, um, like I said, I go back and forth all the time. And I think that's good, too. It's kind of like a a quick cleanse or just mm-hmm. time away. I, I don't know. I, I think that's OK, too. Um, but I've I remember I was with my kids. I think we were it was my son, actually, before my daughter was born. I was at the park with him and he was at that age where he was more independent. So I was just, you know, kind of observing from the, you know, outskirts of the playground. And there was a ton of moms there and every single one of us, myself included, on our phones (laughs) looking down while the kids are playing. And it was just like, I don't know. I really didn't like that. I mean, not to put judgment on any of the moms there, but me for myself, I thought, I wonder how many times my son looked up and just saw me on my phone and then maybe decided not to say something or tell me something or, you know, it, mm-hmm. it just it just was that that I didn't feel that's good about sad. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's very, very sad. Not feel good about it. I was it like, hey, what? I, yeah, I, it does. And I was like, I would rather have my head in a book. At least it's a good example mm-hmm. of like, oh, mom likes to read or whatever. But in a screen, it just felt so wrong. I was like, it's time for me to go on a break. (laughs) And, And, you know, what message is that giving? Yeah. You know, what I'm doing is more important. We're basically saying what we're doing on our phone is more important Mm -hmm. than you. Literally, that's the message that they're getting. Literally, And it doesn't matter how old they are, you know, even... Um, I yeah. just recently uh, heard this um, somewhere, even babies, infants, um, I mm. am guilty. I used to do this when, when they were so little and I was uh, breastfeeding or bottle feeding them. Yes. Um, I was yes. on my phone because I yeah. had nothing to do, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. But that even at that age, you're giving them the message that they are not mm. important and uh, we yeah. should, I mean, for moms listening who have little babies, if you're breastfeeding, yeah. that's the moment where you connect uh, or bottle feeding. That's right. the moment right. where you're connecting with your baby and use right. that time to make eye contact. Use that time yeah. to you communicate because they actually um, yeah. are aware and they, they know, they, they have that feeling. It was such a mm-hmm. big moment, mm-hmm. a big realization for me. So, um, yeah, yeah. we, you know, it's, it's, hmm. it's a big difference, even as a family in relationships. Um, it, it does. You know, yeah. It really yeah. creates a big, big, big problem. Um, so it does. I have, it I, does. You know, I've created this. It's a rule in my house right now. Like I come home and I put away my phone. Um, until mm. like we're done with dinner, uh, you know, yeah. they've I've given them their bath, they're in their bed, and yeah, um, I don't see my yeah, because nothing, because... nothing is important for yeah, yeah it's just that, pers- yeah, <laughs> and that's I what need... we're teaching them too. A lot of kids, yes, know, um, yes. whenever they're bored, uh, we're giving them the phone, you know, uh, we're teaching uh, them that boredom is. It's not necessary, but I mean, I can think of myself as a kid. There were so many days, so many times I where I was bored, but yeah. we need to 
we need boredom because in the moment of boredom is where creativity comes. That's when we yes. think and where yes. um, we imagine things. And yeah. by not, you know, by giving our kids our phone when they throw a tantrum or when we are trying to do something and we, you know, we want them to stay put. I understand that. And I have done this. I'm guilty of it, too. Mm-hmm. But I have become aware that we're really damaging them because when that's when their mind develops, when they're bored and when they're not doing oh, yeah. something that's yeah. when they grow those cells of creativity and their thinking. Mm. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we need to put away these phones. It's it's okay. It's okay. And it's we'll funny because it we, yeah, and it's funny because we know the research is out there. There's mm-hmm. been articles all over social media, in the news, local news. I mean, we know this, but again, it's that quick fix it's easy it's easy to go on there and you know you're you're stressed out so you de-stress by going on there you're like you said your kids are throwing a tantrum or they're bored so you give them something to do on their phone and it's such an easy fix temporary fix Mm -hmm. for everything and it's right there and it's accessible to everyone so uh so much to think about um i love what you said about putting your phone down and tell the kids are in bed and um that's something we actually did for a short season <laughs> um because mm-hmm. my this was when um i think this was before my daughter was born as well but my husband had a no phones until i think it was like 8 p.m or 9 p.m and he would turn it off when he came home we had no phones at the table and it was it literally um forced us to have conversation um, cause that was something we were adamant about. And this was actually when my son was having, um, issues with being a picky eater. And so we really tried hard to create that atmosphere of like, we sit down together, we have dinner together. This is what, you know, just kind of create that atmosphere of like, we sit down and talk and eat. Um, and so we had a good stretch of doing that. And then, you know, you slowly kind of get back into your habits. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but we should revisit that again as a family. I really like that. It's, it's really important. Yeah. That's really good. That's- and you know most of us here in you know at this day and time we're you know working most of the day and we have Mm -hmm. such a limited time as a family during the week which is after we get home and even that we are doing things you know we're getting dinner ready we're doing homework we're you know getting ready for bed there's just so much going on and adding Mm -hmm. some external world virtual world inside that is really disrupting that so that's the time that's really a sacred time in my opinion when you know we come home Mm -hmm. with my kids and we're just you know having a conversation asking them questions of yeah Yeah. how their day went Mm -hmm. literally that's the time we have to bond as a family and it's really important to realize that yeah. Um, and we yeah. can't get that time back. No, we can't rewind it and be like, oh, yeah, let me just <laughs> make them two again so we can, you know, bond and have these conversations. But yeah, you're absolutely right. This is a time to bond with them. And how we show up in the world, it, it, this is my biggest thing. And it's, it's, it almost haunts me because I think about it so much where I'm like, how am I showing up in the world? to them to these little humans that I'm raising because whatever they're seeing with me 
everything. I mean, from my demeanor to how I react to things to how often my head is in the, you know, my phone to um, being organized, being structured, being on time, being like all these things that, you know, I would want them to do well. I'm always like, how do I do it? Because they spend most of their time with me. So it's like, how am I showing up? Like what, what examples am I giving them to, you know, to succeed in these areas? And, um, yeah, it's, a yeah, it's something I think about all the time. So I'm constantly just, you know, I'm self-aware. I'm constantly like, okay, like what, what areas am I, you know, getting better at or working on or making sure that they're, you know, seeing a good example, um, for, yeah. Yeah, and that's very true. You you because are yeah, we are the first teachers. <laughs> Literally, you yeah. are. Their, you know yeah. that, that they learn from you. They they don't learn from anybody mm-hmm. else because you're their role model. You're their example. So they whatever you're doing is what's appropriate because you're you're yep. your parent. So yep. if you're on your phone constantly, then that's fine. That's that's what yeah. they expect to be doing. Um, so mm-hmm. I think, you know, even if we have teenagers or kids with phones and we're telling them, you know, we're limiting their time and um, just, you know, on their case. Yeah. But while we're doing that, we have our phones. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know, that's confusing to them. And it is. they stop yeah. trusting what you're saying because mm. obviously you're not, you know, walking mm-hmm. your talk basically so we yeah. are their role models so just in all areas of life is uh, literally they're looking at us and mm-hmm. we are human too so mm-hmm. it's important to realize that it's okay for them to see us make mistakes it's yeah. okay yeah. uh you know to be human but mm-hmm. when we do that we should communicate that with them also when we make mistakes when we lose it it happens um it's important to go back and say mommy lost it you know i Mm -hmm. i uh, i messed up i'm sorry i think that's we should treat our kids as human beings because that's what they're they're not just little beings but they're Mm. yeah they are and i find myself doing that a lot now (laughs) with my Mm -hmm. kids uh, when you know, sometimes I throw a tantrum. I'm not. Yeah. You know, I'm so overwhelmed. Right, right. Because I've not done my own work because of mm. my own issues. I kind of put that on them, and yeah. it's important to say, "Mommy had a moment, and mm-hmm. it happens. Mm-hmm. It's okay." Um, yeah, that's really good. It and move on. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. That's really good. I think it helps in their emotional development too. To help us, yeah, yeah, to see us walk through our different emotions. Um, I just had an idea. (laughs) So I think it would be amazing. And not everyone has the desire to take a social media break. I mean, some people are like, I feel fine with what I'm, you know, my time on social media. Right? Because not everyone is going to have that conviction all at the same time. And that's okay. But I was thinking it would be awesome to have a group-wide social media break on Habesha Moms and just kind of see, maybe even just throw the question out there, like, how much time do you spend on social media? Are you happy with that? And maybe we could take a social media break together. I think that would be awesome. And you can lead it, Addie. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh boy! Sure. Since I you're mean... on this path, I mean, we're all gonna have to come to you. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think that's a great point. I think um, just to create that awareness, you know, just to see how yes, you feel. Yes. Um, does it make a difference? Does yeah. It, you know, does, how do you? Yeah. Are you getting more time? Do you feel more relaxed? Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's okay yeah. to even try things. Even if you feel like it's not an issue, with, you know, just experiment. Um, I, I think that's a great thing. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. Yeah. Yes. Good idea. Because you, you said that. <laughs> In social media, you've had more time with your kids. You're reading books now. <laughs> um, oh, I mean, I, what I, other way has it affected you in, just in your day-to-day? Has it improved any relationships, saved you time in areas that you didn't even think you were wasting? It, it has made um, a lot. It has affected me in so many areas. I don't know which to pick, yeah. really. But um, I think <laughs> the greatest one is uh, the most important one it allowed me to put myself first before mm-hmm. other people and as you know it sounds um kind of very self-absorbed but at all i think it's it's very important it allowed me to you know really like what i was saying earlier to um, be and to really work on things that I'm learning even though I'm reading a book you know previously I'd read something amazing and I quickly go and and post it to other people and whereas now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of really marinating it meditating on it and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. really seeing how it works in my life uh, whatever issue I'm working on so um, definitely that. Um, and then also to, you know, experience everything and live it um, to yeah, experience I love little that. moments, you know, mm-hmm. tiny moments. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even, you know, I'm, this was my weakness. I hate sitting on traffic lights. I just, I just mm-hmm. hate it. And before it was like, okay, what's new? But now mm-hmm. you know, I kind of see my environment. I look at what's around me, appreciate nature, yeah. or just <laughs> yeah, you know, just being in those tiny little moments and just mm-hmm. being. Um, yeah, and also gave me some time to uh, focus on what I really needed to heal on mm-hmm. on myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Things that I was kind of pushing away, um, things I knew needed, you know, <laughs> some light. Yeah. yeah. Um, and kind of, you know, f- dug deep into some areas of my life. And mm-hmm. I had to let go of some relationships um, mm-hmm. just over the past couple of weeks. Um, it has definitely strengthened my relationship. Uh, with other people, with my kids, mm-hmm. um, it has brought out so so many layers of myself where I needed to work. Yeah, on, uh, basically. Yeah, yeah, and just um, so at the good. moment. <laughs> yeah, and just yeah. experiencing. Yeah, 
Yeah. If that could be like the perfect pitch to why you should get off social media, like I'm all for it. (laughs) It sounded so amazing. I'm like, yep, that's exactly what I want. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I can talk about this with you forever. Literally forever. (laughs) So many different layers. Um, But I do want to respect your time. And Mm -hmm. I... I'm so thankful that you came on here. I thank you so much for being so um, just transparent and genuine. I really appreciate that. Um, This has been so good. So many great things here. I'm excited to share. Thank you. Thank you you so much. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Like I said, thank you for allowing me to share this. Uh, I think a lot of people will benefit from this. And um, I mean, people just need to be aware. I think if anything, just be aware of what's happening in your life. Um, And it includes social media. Just be aware Mm -hmm. of who's following you. Who are you following? Uh, You know, what is, what message are you receiving? What message are you putting out there? Why are you putting that message out? What do you think is going to, are you benefiting from? What do you think Mm -hmm. other people are benefiting from this? You know, I think um, just be aware. And if, you know, if you feel like you're getting so much negative uh, feedback or if you're Mm -hmm. listening or watching too much negativity from your social media, then unfollow some people, you know, Uh, because use it as consciously as possible that's what i think Mm -hmm. is very important is social media is great uh like i said before it's not a bad thing it's absolutely necessary i I think now at this time um but let's use it mindfully and consciously yeah yeah i I just this is uh, great you know thank you (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Motherhood at Your Best. I appreciate all the love and support, so please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and let me know your thoughts. Remember, don't succumb to the pressures of life because you got this, Mama. I'll see you soon.